you know what's a good vocal exercise? Um, blues Traveler song. Oh, I think yeah. I think Dustin could probably get you started. That's true. You know the hook; it brings you back. <laughs> does it now? It does. Every time. <laughs> I don't remember I, that one. How does it go? No, I ain't telling you no lies. The hook; it brings you back. Welcome to episode 100 of Pajiba, uh, the Pajiba television podcast. I'm Pajiba comedy editor Dan Hamamura. With me, as always, are Pajiba managing editor Tori Preston. Hello, Dan. Hello, Tori. And Sienna the Sloth, Dustin Rolls. This is not an appropriate name for this episode. I believe Dustin. it was Justine Rolls. Oh, Justine. Yes. Justine Rolls. <laughs> no. That's right. Dustin Justine Rolls. Suck it in, suck it in, suck it in. You're renting in, <laughs> Please just periodically also, sing that song throughout the whole episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's number also, 100. Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, you should probably actually explain this. Oh, I am sorry. The, our listeners don't know. So I went to Starbucks last week, and I kept waiting for my order, and, uh, and I didn't understand why people coming in before me had uh, gotten that orders and I had not gotten mine but it turns out they thought they thought my name was Jacqueline because you were wearing a mask yes and a beard <laughs> yes <laughs> um, and then this week it was Justine yes which so did a, that coffee also just sit there while you didn't respond no, to it because it wasn't your name I figured that one out I mean Justine's close enough but what if you, I'm, I still am stuck on this. Yes, yeah. what if Justine is sitting there yeah. like, where the hell is my coffee and who's Dustin? Poor Justine and Jacqueline are out there wondering what happened. They're going to form Dustin's a support group. Drink. Yeah. I don't know how many people are ordering venti iced caramel macchiatos. You'd be surprised because that's basically what I order. <laughs> is it? Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't I, well, order? What? It's a new obsession for me. Like in the last, I don't know, 10 days, I've just become obsessed with Ice caramel macchiatos. Oh my god, they're so good. Yeah, mine was always uh, grande iced caramel macchiato, but triple shot. Oh. I wanted it medium, but extra caffeine. Yeah, I'm going for it tomorrow now. Triple yeah. shot. A friend, a friend of mine. Well, had... no, because you get venti, so you'd want it with. Triple shots. Yeah, which you probably shouldn't do. So go go a size smaller, but add more coffee. Yeah. Okay. Make it a, a triple of, shot grande. A friend of mine went to, had like a free drink because of their, I don't know, Starbucks points or whatever, and got a drink that had like eight extra, like they did something insane because it was free and they're just like, okay, it was like eight extra yeah. shots or crazy. I don't and know. how, was that a good idea? Uh, it was, it seemed, I mean, he, he didn't die. So yes. <laughs> I I had a period where I was and I was working like kind of crazy hours and stuff like that and so I I don't normally have like I I don't have like I can drink caffeine and I don't get like a super buzz I don't feel you know like I never notice really like a caffeine tolerance problem until mm. I very slowly just got to the point where I was ordering venti red eyes. Oh, what is yeah. a red eye? 
a red eye is coffee that they then add extra espresso to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I was like, add even more espresso to it. And I was like, oh, no, this is what a caffeine problem is like. (laughs) Like it sneaks up on you. And I I had to like detox myself from from that level of caffeine dependency. So is a triple shot like a uh, caramel macchiato red eye? No, because so there's no, so in a, a caramel macchiato, the only coffee substance is the espresso, right? So you're having right. three shots of espresso in it, but there's no coffee. A red eye is they're giving you a cup of coffee that they With, then right, dump. Right, then adding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if I have a caffeine problem, but I definitely can drink caffeine. Like, you know how some people are like, oh, if I have caffeine after five, then I'll be up all night. Oh, yeah, not I can problem. drink caffeine, like, right before I go to sleep, and yeah. Me too, yeah. I'm fine, so... Is that a problem? I don't know. That's it's... not. I knew somebody who couldn't eat coffee ice cream after noon oh. or they would not be able to go to sleep. And I was just like, that is just dumb. That is awful. <laughs> like you, what is, your body hates you. Yeah. <laughs> like you got a whole half a day that's ruined now because you can't yeah. have coffee. You can't even have coffee ice cream. And I love coffee ice cream. So is this a uh, coffee podcast? Uh, it's not a po- coffee podcast, uh, nor is it a, a drinking podcast. But we should talk about what we're drinking because some look. It's it's episode one hundred. Uh, the the people have spoken. Uh, so, some of our listeners have actually said, "Oh shoot, I should find the review." There was a review. I think it was a review <laughs> that said, "Like I can't go into a conversation not knowing what people are drinking now because we say that all the oh, time." Oh, how kind. Let me see. Hang on. I'm pulling it up. I, I think it's here. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait. Reviews. Where are the reviews? Um, wait. I, I didn't realize people were reviewing us. I'm really uncomfortable now. A couple of people. Oh, okay. Here we go. It's uh, 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 from Elizabeth Peters Klein, who wrote, oh. this is the best TV podcast around. I love really? the vibe. It's like hanging out with friends. I now feel weird listening to podcasts where I don't know what everyone is drinking. I love you guys. <laughs> So thank you, wow. Elizabeth Perkins oh. See, you know, here's the secret is other podcast people aren't drinking. <laughs> oh, I mean, they're definitely drinking. Um, you think? Probably, right? I don't know. Is that Penny? That is Penny. Yeah. <laughs> other podcasts probably also don't have dogs. <laughs> oh, come on. I love Penny. Oh, they definitely have dogs. Penny um, is the most friendly. Now I feel like I should shout out other reviewers, but uh, we'll see. Um, anyway, the nice one. Uh, what are we drinking, Dan? What are you drinking? Oh, I am drinking uh, Pilsner Urkel. Hey, that's oh, new for that's you, all right? Which is uh, it's the original Pilsner according to the label. So yeah, that's a faithful Dan's standby. Branching yeah. out for the hundredth uh, episode. Ah. Yeah, it's uh, appeared in the magic fridge. So um, <laughs> we're pivoting to Pilsners. <laughs> Or, you know, it's just whatever whatever beer happens to show up. Um, uh, yeah. Tori, what about you? Um, I am drinking a rosé spritz. I took some of that uh, grapefruit soda, and then I put it in some rosé. And when I finish the bottle of rosé, it will be a, let me check, a Sauvignon Blanc spritz that I will move on to, <laughs> which will be a Sauvignon Blanc I add grapefruit soda to. <laughs> gonna be a great night guys <laughs> that sounds 100 good. episodes 100 woo! <laughs> dustin what about you i'm drinking something called sour face it's a raspberry and kiwi uh sour Ooh. and i love it and uh i just want to drink it all of the time now wait kiwi yeah does the kiwi flavor come through not really 
<laughs> I don't know. Sours, Fair enough. Sours always kind of taste like sours. I mean, a good sour or a bad sour. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what the flavor is, but it's sour fantastic. Tastes. I think it might. I'm in Boston, so it might be a, a Massachusetts beer. Yes, it is. Brewed in Massachusetts. I'm going to look that up. That sounds really good. I've noticed here uh, in Boston that the, the the local beers, there's a lot more sours than other places. Because hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I Although it doesn't really fit the personality of Boston. Give me a sour! <laughs> <laughs> Get the pocky! Well, that's funny, Dustin, because the there is a show that we're going to talk about right go. now that right. uh, that does fit the personality of Boston. That's uh, Kevin can fuck himself. Can you Kevin do a Boston accent, himself? man? No, I cannot. I just want to hear it. Come on. Uh, give me a give me a phrase. You just got to say, uh, park your car in Harvard Yard. That that's a park the car in the Harvard Yard. <laughs> Pa, pa, package store? Packy? Packy. 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 And thank you, JS, for explaining to us what a package store Oh, yeah. Um, the, uh, JS origins. is always giving us things that we know nothing about and explaining it to us after we've discussed it. <laughs> well, what was, so, yeah, what was the answer? What is the, we should share with the listener. Oh, what was the answer? Um... <laughs> I gotta look it up. This whole so episode many, is gonna be Dan looking things up. So many things to look up. It's okay. Um, I'll just sing. Uh, sure, but also the rage and the hate and the pain and the fear of self. I can't keep those feelings out on the shelf. Oh, that's Blues Traveler, isn't that's it? That's right. That's right. Oh. Was it last week? Yes, it was last week. That? Yeah, okay. it was last week. I don't. I don't remember. Hang on. Would Kevin? Loading. Do you think Kevin would drink a sour? I don't. I think Kevin only drinks shitty cheap beer. What is oh, the what is the go to shitty cheap Massachusetts beer? Because they're not even in Boston. They're in like Worcester, right? Yeah, I think so. Which is like mm, worse. Wouldn't it be well, like Sam Adams? Aren't they friends? No, Sam but they're Adams, like, it's like that, a nice beer. Yeah, I is mean, that the nice? Is that a nice beer? It's not a shitty beer. I mean, it's not oh, okay. natty, natty light. You know. Oh, okay. Oh, that reminds me. There was a lot of I don't remember which brands, but uh, Molson Coors is like ending a lot of brands, uh, like a bunch I of old brands that they're getting rid of, like malt Keystone liquor brands Light, and such. I think they were getting rid Wait, of. they're getting Keystone's rid of Keystone? No, that's not right. Really? I think I think it was. Really? Uh, is Keystone Light something that anybody ever drinks? I've never seen anyone drink it. It's not isn't PBR. that that's it's like, like a the, college party thing. I think it's like the other Ned. It's, uh, uh yeah, I don't know. They can't get rid of, they can't get rid of Coors Light. Right. No, but they well, were I getting rid of, like, it was, like, some special, it was, like, Miller High Life, High Life. No, they, yeah, no, no, that not is Miller sh- High Life, but, like, okay. Miller High Life Extra Light. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, Miller High Life is a champagne of beers. They can't touch that. Uh, Milwaukee's <laughs> Best Premium, Henry Weinhardt's Private Reserve, Keystone Ice, Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. It was Keystone Ice. Uh, Ham Special Light, Keylightful, Ice House Edge, Magnum, Mickey's Ice, High Life Light, Steel Reserve 211, and Old English HG 8000. We apologize okay, okay, to that's our fine. poor yeah. college uh, student uh, listeners. Yeah, Steel Reserve was the one that the uh, the 
the the guys hanging out when I was in college, the guys hanging out outside the liquor store would be like, "Hey, can you buy me a beer?" And I'd be like, "What What do you want?" And they'd be like, uh, "Steel Reserve, because that gets you drunk faster." So I was like, "Okay, sure." Jesus. Um, uh, JS says, uh, "Package store <laughs> has its origin during the temperance movement, when various states went dry and prevented the sale of alcohol. A Supreme Court ruling." And she has cited the ruling, Lisey versus Hardin, 1890, uh, said that states could not confiscate goods delivered from other states, which created a hack around these dry laws where alcohol imported from other states could, o- could be sold only if it was in its original packaging. Oh. oh. Hockey. <laughs> <laughs> JS comes through. Yep. yep. Um, so Kevin can fuck himself. <laughs> What'd you uh, think, Dan? I overall enjoyed it. I know that you seemed to. Uh, no, I, I I did enjoy. It. I just I mean I enjoy certain parts of the show. I just, right. There's certain parts of the show that I think are unnecessary. Which you is mean, like the main story? Yeah. Right. The whole um, killing part. Right. Because yeah. then it's just good girls. Right. Um. I don't know. Over overall, I I enjoyed the season. I think um, it's interesting because there's been a lot of. I feel like a lot of not just you, but like a lot of people have discussed like whether or not the, the format works, whether or not the format extends past, uh, you know, past the first season. Um, well, I, I feel really like Roxana wrote that uh, on her reviews, which were, AV Club. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm blanking. But anyway, um, Roxana also covered it elsewhere uh not on pajaba.com uh website that you should definitely keep going to uh, <laughs> but uh the yeah i i mean i i don't know overall i still enjoyed it i uh i felt like it stood up pretty well um like the i don't know i like like i know there were a lot of people who were like i don't know where this goes and i i think I don't know. I, I just, I enjoyed it. Well, a lot of like people I'm, said that in the beginning of the season and they still managed to, you know, get eight episodes out of it. I'm just like, next season, it's just going to continue to go down this crime drama road. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of, we have enough crime dramas. Yeah. I mean, I think that's part of it. It's like, I really like that hook of... Mm-hmm the the sitcom premise that they pull off really really well right and then the the kind of dark uh inner life behind the woman that's kind of experiencing it um (laughs) is that another sour face yes yes um (laughs) excellent no i and so i really that always was appealing to me but i think it then you know what i would have expected again i I kind of fell off the show partway through the first season. So mm-hmm. I was curious to see what the reactions to the finale would be. Um, because to me, it, the question was, was it ever going to really resolve why using that format was important? Mm-hmm. Because I do think that the crime element kind of kept, as it steered the plot, it made it, it made that format, that sitcom format, feel more like a gimmick Mm-hmm. Whereas it really was the launch pad. It was, you know, how a character like Allison could even come into being. Like the entire premise hinges on, you know, taking these these stereotypical sitcom characters seri- seriously and what a woman who is married to a, a typical buffoon would be like. Right. Um, 
and I do think that there's some something interesting in the idea that like she also in her own way is a buffoon in that she can't come up with any way out of her situation that doesn't involve the hijinks of hiring a murderer or something like that to get right. her out. Like you know, divorce is apparently not an option. Um, which is insane. I, like why? which is well, but, I I, but I do that, think that. Oh, sorry, Tori, go ahead. Well, no, I, you know, I think that there is, that's why, exactly why, because she also comes from a sitcom. Uh, well, that's interesting, because to me, that, I felt yeah. like the, um, I felt like, I, I I think part of why I was still on board by the end was that I, I viewed it more the other way. Like, as we, as we saw more and more of the characters, um, it felt like the, the sitcom of it felt, much like it, it like it starts off feeling like oh we're watching a sitcom wife and then like you know this is what she's like basically when the when she's not in the sitcom plot right. um but it that uh balance shifted in my head at, and i don't remember exactly when but like part way through the season where it felt more and more like oh no we're really in like we're actually in the dark drama and like that's the actual real Show. world and and not the like the sitcom part of it is just like kind of like like it's a skewed fantasy version of what's happening. But like everything, like I don't know, like it's I think it's. What I don't, if I don't, they're using the sitcom Dan to deconstruct dark crime dramas? I think that's part. Of it. I think it. I think the show ultimately is both. It's right. you know, and whenever, and that's what makes it. I do think it's interesting. Like whenever she's not. In his world of the sitcom, her natural world is this kind of yeah. Right, but what I mean, I guess what I mean is that like the fact that so so by the end there are a couple of key moments that that break through into the sitcom world, quote unquote, that that uh, you know are shocking. One is that she tells Kevin off, at least in a sitcom friendly sort format, yes. and uh, and then uh, his his friend uh, overhears you know her plan and. Uh, starts to attack her, and um, and that that I don't I guess that to me kind of like made it seem like there's there's a lot of darkness. Like if we saw those scenes play, if it was the the dark drama world the whole time, and we saw those scenes play out, we would see the version of it that shows why she can never, why she feels like she can't leave Kevin, and why she feels like you know, like it would be really depressing and. Yeah. And not fun to watch, honestly. But yeah. um, but we would get we would get the the level of um, maybe not physical abuse, but whatever abuse or, or you know psychological trauma she's being put through. Um, so I don't know. That's I kind of petered out there, but um, I see what you're saying, and yeah, and and I'm interested to see where it goes. I mean, I, I like the show enough that I will continue to watch it. And they have confirmed a second season? Have they? I don't know. I don't I, think they have. I feel like enough okay. people have saw it, and it's AMC. They don't have anything else except Walking Dead. But they have so many other Walking Deads. That is true. If they do have a lot of Walking Deads. Um, I don't know if they've renewed Guys, it. Guys, what if next season it's oh, Kevin yeah. can fuck the Walking Dead? I would watch the shit out of that. I know. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> I mean, well, if, if they just keep, you know, adding more uh, television setups, like next one could be a zombie show. I like it. Oh, I see. It just I becomes see. sort of WandaVision, doesn't it? 
Yeah, I guess. Every season, they just kind of pile on another, like, yeah, format. But I, I think, think it would be, be interesting okay if, like, her, as her psychology or as her situation changes, she shifts into a different television mode. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be as rapid fire as WandaVision, but I wouldn't be opposed to that. Like, if she stops trying to kill Kevin and goes a different route, does it become a... Or, you know, if there's a trial, does it become a... a, a you know, oh, like a law and procedural. order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Huh. That'd be cool. I don't know. Um, well, we'll see, maybe, if they get renewed, because I don't think they've been renewed or not, yeah. or canceled. So, they're in limbo. We know, We don't know. We have nothing to, no news to break on the 100th episode. <laughs> we're not, you know, uh, we're, AMC we're not AMC should have given it to us. Yeah, we're not the podcast that, that breaks news, but we are a funny, often insightful, sometimes scathing show about television. Uh, in other words, Pajaba in a podcast. What more do you need is what Mel Biv DeVoe said about us a little oh. while ago. Thanks, oh Mel. God. I thought hey, you Mel. were trying to Thank sell you. the show, and I was like, it's a little late. Nice. <laughs> oh, no, I'm saying that's I'm like, selling us. <laughs> Dan is reading from cue cards all of a sudden. It's just Aww. some some a couple of people like us, and that's nice. Um, and we like them. Yeah. Oh, and I'm so excited. Thanks for listening. Uh, Mel is a wonderful person. Oh. I like how we have like actual relationships with our our yeah. <laughs> 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 No, these reviews were not solicited. Nope, not at all. Not They're not solicited. Also, if you're They're... listening and you would like to review us on <laughs> iTunes. Oh, yeah. Every review helps, um, apparently. I don't know how any of that works, but supposedly it helps people find it or something. I don't know. Does it make us better? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. We'll, we, we will, the better reviewed we are, the better we will perform. No, I but, think it's the drunker we are. But more importantly... <laughs> Positive feedback makes us feel better, much like That's watching true. an episode of Ted Lasso makes us oh, feel well done. better. Well Thank done. You. Thank you, Tori. You're welcome. Because <laughs> I'm um, slacking on my job. I can I I'm just I'm really excited to talk about Ted Lasso, and I yes. don't even know why, but I just loved this episode so much. Um, it was all the little the little details. Uh, did so. I mean, obviously, like big. Tell things. us about the little details. Okay, yeah. so obviously, big things happened this week. Uh, it was the episode where we get Roy Kent finally trying, uh, trying out the. Roy uh, Kent became Brockmire this week. Being a big yeah, basically, pundit. yeah, became a comment uh, commentator on mm-hmm. Sky Sports, uh, but it all came about because he caught Keeley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Keely masturbating to the video of him uh, retiring, retiring, which was great because last week, call back to Pajiba, uh-huh. we asked if we were debating when and if they would show the retirement footage, mm-hmm. if we'd ever see his speech or if they would withhold that and it would just be something they'd reference. And so the fact that we got it like the next week, I thought was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that yeah, the reveal is that he's crying, but also that like Keely is just turned on by his. Um, you know when he's vulnerable vulnerable. yeah when his his vulnerability and i like that roy kent is kind of becoming this as much as the show overall is is addressing kind of or or dismantling toxic masculinity in a lot of ways like roy kent is a very 
I like him as an example of that. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a lot of he is the the aging sports star who's angry all the time. You know, there's there's a lot that could be loaded into a character like that that would be predictable. And what you see here is his better retire- version of Kevin Costner. Right. I mean, he just so he cries during his retirement. He t- loves teaching, you know, uh, coaching little girls and doing yoga and drinking wine with old ladies. And mm-hmm. he's totally in touch with all of that and to still completely secure with his like masculinity. Um, and when the the commenting gig goes well and he's he's happy that he took his girlfriend's advice he decides to repay her by going down on her while embracing the fact that she's watching the video of him crying. <laughs> um, it was just, that was just wonderful. It's the I little love, details, Tori. It's just the little details. Like, no, the little detail I was thinking of specifically was, did you catch at the end of the episode when Jamie Tart walks out on the, on the pitch and you, it's when they're in the office mm-hmm. and it's Rebecca and, and Keeley and they're watching. It's like, oh, shit, what's going on? And they're all staring out the window at the field. Mm-hmm. And Rebecca looks at Keely to see what Keely's reaction is. And Keely's mm-hmm. just stone-faced. Right. And Rebecca just kind of, like, smirks a little bit. Yeah. I love that. She, she's, like, checking to see if her friend is upset and her friend isn't upset. And she's like, good for you, girl. Yeah. Like, you do not care that that is your ex-boyfriend. Like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Because I wasn't... I wasn't sure if that if it was that or I if didn't it know what was to make of it, yeah. or if it was that she's like, Oh, look at you, like you did a good job. Like that she knew that that Keely was kind of part of even though it was like the beginning part of it and he talked to oh, Ted. Oh, part and, of bringing it out. I yeah. no, I took I read it as her checking on her how her friend was reacting mm. to seeing her ex boyfriend. Yeah, that's better. Um, I like that better. In a headband. <laughs> But I don't know. I mean, like, what did you think about that turn of, like, Ted um, changing the, his mind about inviting Jamie well, back? One, one thing that was that I wasn't sure about was the kind of like the, the fade that happens over that, like the moment before where it goes from, you know, they're, they're, they're uh, mowing the grass to now it's snowing. I, is that a time jump or is that just the next day? I didn't take it as a time jump. I thought that was just like reflecting like, what point yeah. in the season it is. Yeah. You know? I don't know how long a soccer season lasts anyway. It seems like a fallish long. sport. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, because I was like, wait, is this supposed to be like the next day or like even within like the same week or is this supposed to be much later? Um, I don't, I mean, yeah, it's a good point. Maybe I, I didn't read it as a real time jump, but I could be misreading. Yeah. I also, what I was confused about was, you know, A, Ted doesn't then turn around and, and talk to, like, his team got mad at him because he didn't talk to them right. about bringing Jamie back. And then he's like, but I didn't bring him back. And right. so now he knows that they want a heads up. And then he does bring him back. But in my head, I was like, did he act, you know, is this Jamie is now on the team or cause I like, what if next, next week we find out like or this week, the, the episode is just like, Oh no guys, I just invited him to a practice. Right. Like he's mm. not on the team. He's right. just here so we can see like if he's changed, like we're right. giving him a shot, but he's not officially a part of the lineup. Right. Like, is that an option? Cause it really, mm. it really seems like everyone's jumping to like, he invited Jamie back. And I'm like, yeah. what if it's just for a trial period? I think he's it, back. 
It could definitely be a trial period, but yeah, I think he's back too. I mean, I think he will be no matter Mm -hmm. what. Yeah. But I think, what's his face? I mean, he was inspired to do so from the story from From Sam. Sam. Yeah. And like his father. And like, so in a way, Sam, even though Sam doesn't want Jamie to come back, he had a, he was instrumental in Right. right. There's also, there's also oh sorry, go ahead, Tori. Well, no, I was gonna say, but he doesn't know that because Ted didn't Ted didn't talk to him about it before doing it. And right. I think that's why I like that all of this messiness is happening but in the season is... where they've introduced a therapist. <laughs> right, right. But there is also one also the therapist did kind of remind him like I mean, it's interesting because she's not she is the last person you I mean, at least from like, you know, her mindset it should be about their mental health, but she's like is a team that can't win, you know, just keeps drawing. Is that okay? Is that good enough right. for your team? Like, is yeah. that considered working? Um, but she the, uh, the push. Yeah. Right. And, and the other thing is that at the beginning of the episode, they set up the, the dynamic with, uh, when, when Ted talks to, uh, uh, oh shoot, what's his name? Um, about the, uh, Higgins about the uh, about hiring therapist for the rest of the season, and even though he's doing his jokey Ted thing, he's like he's like I really wish you you'd have given me a heads up. He's like I'm so sorry. He's like no, it's your job. You I don't I don't have a say in that. And so I think that I think that that it it helps set up that like deep down that guy is yeah that guy is in Ted, and he's going to be like no this is my job. It's not it's not up to the team to say if I think that this is the best thing for the team, then I think this is the best thing for the team, and then it's up to me to make it work after that. That's true. And I will be excited so good. to see him make it work. He will make it work, and it's just what he needs. Mm. Also, did you see, uh, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, uh, but Bill Lawrence backtracked, uh, I don't know, like six months ago. He was like, this is a three-season show. That is mm-hmm. it. We're doing three-season. And somebody asked him, uh, is it really just a three-season show? And on Twitter, he was like, I don't know. We'd really love to see how far it can go. Oh. <laughs> Which is both one. good and bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I feel like they whatever they do, they need to finish out whatever their planned three season arc was, right, and right. then if there is, like, don't just drag out the end point they already had. Just right. continue right. on from that end point. Right. But Start now new... they're like the <laughs> Apple TV show, so yeah. They might I mean, you don't you don't sit there when you get twenty Emmy nominations and go like, no, we're really yeah. ending. <laughs> but uh, maybe they should. Yeah, maybe they should. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. One one other question that came up for me uh, was the um, so with this is the second episode in a row now that they're they're they fully established Nate as being a little bit you know tough on uh, on the Will. new kit man Will yeah. and uh, and uh, he's what oh I was just saying Tori has a phenomenal recall for name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm probably got his name wrong. <laughs> uh, no, that sounds right. Um, but the uh, the I, I don't remember where this came from, but it's not my original thought. But it was someone uh, probably on Twitter who was saying that like the 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 thing that that's interesting about it is that it's a um, it's the fact that he was so hard on himself, yes. like that he's projecting that onto Will. Um, so it's not like, because like a lot of, I think that there's a lot of concern about like, why is he so mean now? And like, even though, you know, we might've seen like one streak of it in when he dressed down the team in the locker room that one episode, uh, last season. But, um, 
but yeah, it was just like, oh no, is this like a mean, nasty Nate? Uh, what what happened to the lovable Nate that everybody likes? Um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting that he'll have to deal with that. And like, I mean, they haven't right now. They're still in the establishing that pattern period. But right, well, um, and, and somebody will have to, you know, Ted will eventually speak up about it. But I think everyone, the reason why everyone just kind of looks at him when it's happening is they all recognize what's going on, right. which is. It's it's Nate's insecurity. It's, you know, Nate got promoted, but the idea of someone doing the job that he did for so long and, you know, he took his job so seriously and he mm-hmm. loved it. Mm-hmm. And the idea that somebody might come along and innovate on it and maybe do it better than him, even though he's now a coach. Mm-hmm. Like it's that thing, you know, it is funny to be threatened by that. But I think we all have those insecurities. You know, right. even if we got promoted, if whoever replaced us started doing things differently and maybe doing them, you know, in doing them div- differently, innovating in a way that <coughs> was better than what we did. Right. You know, it would be upsetting. And I, yeah, like it's a very natural thing. I think everyone recognizes what's going on. It's just, it's right now, I think it's the waiting game of how long they're going to let Nate do that before they just kind of. Call right. him out for it. Right. Um, I love Nate. As do I. But now I am curious how many games are in a EU soccer season? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what's gonna go? So Jamie's gonna join. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll screw everything up for a while because there's gonna be all kinds of drama. But hopefully, like he's now been humbled. Hopefully, he won't bully. Um, curious how if Roy will get involved because what I always liked about the first season was like Roy and Jamie the way they always butted heads and so much of it being like Roy recognizing himself in Jamie right? and kind of knowing the inevitability like there is nothing I can say to you because you are young and have everything in front of you and you will not believe me right. but like one day you're going to be where I am you know and I, I kind of I'm curious if Roy will have to like take some of those coaching skills he's learned and like maybe help out. Um, Because he, you know, I think Roy, I think, I think Jamie is at rock bottom. And I think the one person you could kind of tell him like where you go from there, you know, like as a, as a star athlete who like, yeah, someday you are not going to be in peak physical condition. Right. Um, I definitely think Roy's going to play a role in that. Especially through Keeley. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. And for the um, record, there are 33 games until, like, what sounds like their version of the playoffs. So, like, 25% of their games have been in a tie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, so you looked gonna, up the, uh, the yeah, championship? So they're they're going to need to turn around pretty quickly here if mm-hmm. they want to um, be unrelegated. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know. Or re re Promoted. <laughs> up I up relegated. Is term. Promoted? I don't yes, know. Promoted is the I think it's promoted. Word. Yes. I'm yeah. not a writer, Dan. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sport. Nobody here uh, does words. Uh I have a question. Mm-hmm. How long do you think it'll take Ted Lasso to read The Prince of Tides? Oh my God, he's totally gonna do that, isn't he? He's gonna read it. Yeah, of mm. course. Yeah. 
and he'll he'll think he's gained some big insight into her and then he'll just try to use it to bond and she'll shut him down again i hope but why did he say the fountainhead well he was about to explain why it would not be the choice that you would expect <laughs> but he has a reason and then she cut him off right well i hope he explains that because that's a very disappointing choice I think that even the fact that he was like, you know, it's not for the reason that you think is enough explanation. Maybe so. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Found that. <laughs> anyway, I love Ted Lasso. And yet, you have not watched the other seasons of Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they didn't I have, don't, I don't didn't have murder. Can, yeah, also, you're. Com- I don't think that they're... That's so, Ted Lasso is... spirit. No. no, no. Ted Lasso is a show about maturity. And Friday Night Lights is a show about a coach who is very good with a team and a horrible husband. <laughs> he's a great husband, just I, not in the second season. He's a better um, husband in the other years, yeah. <laughs> he really kind of have to be. They were like, they were like couple goals for like every season except for that one. Mm-hmm. I, I'll take a uh, word for it. <laughs> I do have a, a question slash uh, prediction that is probably not very far off. I mean, it's probably not. It's not a hot take or anything. But um, his dad definitely committed suicide, right? Oh God! Oh God! You know, why, would you, why would you think that? Come on, Dan. Jesus, There's, just make because it of dark. The race. Because, of the, because of the line. What line? Oh, is this not a common thought? I thought that... I never like, considered it. No. Well, well yeah, so, he, so the, he talked about his dad. Scene? So he talked about his dad in the dart scene and how he yeah. died when he was 16. And right. then uh, when he's talking to Jamie, he says his dad was much harder on himself than others. Oh. In like a wistful way. I was like, oh, no. This is... And then Prince of Tides is, I don't, I've never read it, but it's about suicide, isn't it? Or partially? Is it? I think so. Jesus, Dan. I thought it's it was a Barbara Streisand thing. <laughs> yeah, what, I knew it was just... Barbara Streisand and like Nick Nolte, I think. Did he kill himself? Jesus. Uh, was he suicidal? I think it's like Sorry, a child. Barbara that... Streisand blind spots here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I didn't. Uh, I've never seen it. I never anyway, watched it. Um, Oh, I, I just assumed that this was common. Well, Dan introduces a dark theory to Ted, La- Ted Lasso. Well, it's, it's, it worries me because, because I think that the show is going to get really dark. Uh, oh, God. Before, well, think, before coming back around to uplifting. Uh, well, I think, yeah. And this would be the season to do it. I think everyone took for granted that the show was just, it kind of got a rap for being up, uplifting. So I do right. think they need to kind of challenge that. Right. And I think that, that complicating the character of Ted is is the natural way to do it. And, and it's already kind of built in there. Mm-hmm. You know, what is it that makes a person be that cheerful? Right. Like often <laughs> as a coping mechanism for some really not cheerful shit. Right. Um, it, I, that now that you say it makes a lot of sense, but Jesus Christ. Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that this was a thing that no. anybody, I oh, just man. thought he like died. There people die of a lot of things, Dan. Oh man, maybe he, was, feel... he could have been like an alcoholic or something. Mm, but I never. He could have just gotten sick. Sure. Car accident, accidents. Mm-hmm. They happen. He could have been holding a long metal polder in a thunderstorm, like well, you know. Got a well, rebar in his. Oh, rebar in his skull. Oh <laughs> yeah. man. Oh yeah. Well, like I hope I'm wrong, uh, but I don't know. I had a 
I had a lumpy feeling. Huh. Now well, I have it. Me too. <laughs> Damn it. Doctor, uh, watch Prince of Tides. Well, we oh, can see. It will inform us. Well, we can we can get to therapist. we can get to more uh, more cheerful things like uh, like the fact that it's episode one hundred. One hundred. <laughs> and we have a. It's not a game exactly, but we have some something to, to celebrate that. Um, I think Tori's turning it into a game. I will know. So well, it's only a game depending on how you guys play. Right, and so You're gaming it. Just to just to explain this, uh, for the hundredth episode, we've decided we're going to assign homework. Uh, for each of us is, has picked, or will pick one hundredth episode of television for all three of us to watch. So we will each have by the end of it, we will each have to watch three episodes of TV. Right. Um, Tori has has requested to go last. Yes. Because she wants her answer to be uh, uh, either... Retaliation. Yeah, yeah, it could be retaliation for the first two answers. I don't think um, you need... I said it was context-dependent right. on you two. Which is one way to say it could be retaliation. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is I have seven options in front yeah. of me, and I'll be making the decision shortly. After I actually I have you guys. I actually have a lot of options, too. But Dustin, do you want to go first or second? Oh, my God. You can choose. You can choose which order you go in. Do yeah. you care? I'd rather go second. You'd rather go second? Yes. Oh boy. Okay. I'll go first. So now it's really up to me to set the tone. Yes. yes. It's up to yeah. me to decide. Idea, are we going for doing. violence or are we going for kindness, Dan? Well, you know, I have right, I have I'm a number of this. I have a number of episodes on my list. Um, I'm going to talk through a couple that I don't think I'm going to pick. Okay. Um. There was uh, there was Scrubs. Their their hundredth episode oh. is kind of like a riff on, uh, it's like a loose riff on uh, uh, Wizard of Oz. Um, a great episode, yeah. The great mu- episode. That's a musical episode, right? It's not the musical episode. Oh, it's not. Uh, no, uh, but it's uh, there is music in it. Uh, I mean, there's music in Maybe every not, episode. Yeah, yeah. But sure. anyway, uh, but the the I, Dustin and I are both big fans of Scrubs. I yes. feel like it's not it's not a it's not appropriate here. Um, I, I did consider, I did, con- no, that's not what I'm saying. I did consider the, the hundredth episode of friends because, uh, the two of you do not know that it is the episode where Phoebe gives birth to the triplets, uh, for oh, her brother and, and her, uh, her, and her brother's wife. Yes. I so so he, she becomes a surrogate for her brother and the she brother's much older wife who was his, uh, who was oh. his teacher, which is a uh, Deborah Jo Rupp. From from and, the seventy uh, show, yeah, yeah. I did not remember any. And, I remember uh, that. Yeah, and and this is the episode where they're born, and I think Rachel also hits on doctors or something. I don't know. Um, that's the yeah, but uh, but you know that's a friends is a that's a basic choice. I feel like you would have seen that one coming. <laughs> so instead, <laughs> I wanted to uh, use this episode to bring up an interesting thing about television, which is: Do you know what ten ninety means? No. Tori? No, no, no. It has something to do with um, um, syndication? Yeah. Yeah. So, so there, is a, there is a model of, uh, of television production called 1090, where you make the first, the, the deal that you make is that you make the first 10 episodes, and then if they do well enough, then they immediately greenlight the next 90, 90 so that you will end with 100 it. episodes for, for syndication. syndication. 
Yep. And there is a show no. that is now streaming no. on Amazon Prime okay, that did this. Uh, and uh, and uh, it was originally on no. FX. The fucking it Charlie is, Sheen show? It is called Anger Management. <laughs> <laughs> the final season, the final episode is episode 100. Oh, so we're choosing violence. We have, I have not seen any episodes of this show. <laughs> I've seen commercials for it. Ew. Oh my uh, God. We're, none of us wins with this choice. I've what? never seen an episode, so we're going right in with episode What are we just, that's how I know that term, 1090, is yeah. from the Charlie Sheen show. Yeah. Because and, uh, they greenlit fucking 100 episodes, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Yep. And they produced them in, like, what, two years or something? Yeah, so that's the other thing, is that when you're making the quote-unquote second season of 90 episodes, you're just grinding them out. Because all you care about is getting them done. Right. Um, so they cannot possibly be good. I mean, I don't know. We haven't seen them, so we don't know. So that, so congratulations. We're watching the that's series finale welcome. of Anger Management. It's on Amazon Prime. I believe it is technically under season five, the last episode, whatever. But Is yeah. it, no. was it uh, a spinoff? Or no, not a spinoff, but any relation to the uh, Adam Sandler movie? I believe it is technically an adaptation of okay. the right. Adam Sandler movie. Which and who I also was the seen. old man then? Or was uh, Charlie Sheen the old man? I guess it's Charlie Sheen. Maybe he's both. I don't no, know. no, it was like Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson. Is that fucking right? Yeah, that's right for the movie. Oh, Jesus, what um, are you thinking, Nicholson? <laughs> I just, you know, Dan, I would have thought I, after a hundred episodes you'd have, better, <laughs> you know, regard for us. But I see where we stand. Um, and, uh, noted, noted for the future. Look, it, this is this is really more just a sense of like you know all of us. All of us can, can, we can share this experience together. <laughs> I do appreciate mutual suffering. I'll, by I'll the way, by the way, I mean, according to... At least it's to the, only half an hour. According to the Wikipedia, it was, uh, it broke the record for the most watched sitcom premiere in cable television history uh, back when it true. premiered in 2012. Did uh, any, but did anybody watch the 100th episode? Oh, I don't know. Jesus. Probably, yeah, I can't imagine. Um, so... There we go. Let's see. Oh, where's episode 100? Uh, so it started off at 5.75 million viewers. That's episode one. <laughs> episode 100 ended with, according to Wikipedia, uh, less than a million. 720,000. How long after the first episode did the finale air? Uh, the finale was December 22nd, 2014. The first episode was June 28th, 2012. Jesus. Holy shit. So they had, episodes in two, they had years? two and a half years to make 100 episodes. That is insanity. Of course they weren't good. Well, we don't know because we haven't seen it yet. Wow. No. <laughs> it was also Charlie Sheen. And this was like Charlie Sheen after he... Two and a half men. After he got booted. Right. Yeah. So this was dark yeah. period. Yeah. This was winning Charlie Sheen. Ugh. Ugh. I'm well, we're all going to we're all going to find out. What it's like. All right. And now it's Dustin's turn. <laughs> Dustin's got to go to the restroom first. Oh my God. Oh God. What is that? Well, I'm not, you know, mute, I'm mute. not, I'm not cutting this out. Just Bye. so you know. So. Talk about yourself. Okay, but mute. So now, now I'm really, okay, Tori. So since, can, can you give me one that you are now cutting from your list that because of okay. in re, whatever I've done? Okay. Well, 
I'll give you so. So I, for sure, mm-hmm. wasn't gonna do just because I wasn't. It's just a nightmare to find the places to actually watch it that aren't just websites that are illegal. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but I was looking at the hundredth episode of Dragon Ball Z. Oh. Because it is the one where it's called like Gohan Returns, which of mm-hmm. course is could be any episode. And I was reading the description, and I would have loved to make Dustin watch it. Yeah. But it was. Um, because the description was as any Dragon Ball Z episode, it could have been anything. So it was right. like, it starts with Frieza, like, fighting Goku. And he's, like, pushing into the Kamehameha ball. And then, like, <laughs> you know, eventually, like, they punch each other out. And Goku falls into the ocean. And everyone thinks Goku's dead. So Gohan shows up and tries mm-hmm. to power up. And Frieza's like, you're no threat. And, like, they fight for a bit. And then... You know, meanwhile, Goku has woken up and is hiding his energy signature and then eventually arises from the ocean. And meanwhile, like everyone on that was killed on Namek is like brought back to life by somebody's, you know, Dragon Ball wish. And so they also show up and then, you know, it ends exactly where it started with Goku and Frieza fighting. Yeah. Um, and I, I was very I was I really kind of wanted to make Dustin watch that one, but I'm, I won't. What was you going to make me watch? Uh, the 100th episode of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, God. Jesus. But that's all, that's off the list. Mm-hmm. Okay. She just I'm gave not, us one thing that was off the list. Yeah. As a preview. That's, you know, I'm not that bean. <laughs> well, I was feeling very 90s for this mm-hmm. exercise. <laughs> and I was, I you know, being I was interested in maybe doing something uh, basic. So, um... My first choice was ER, because I thought that might be interesting, but and then I kind of lost interest, and I thought, then maybe Grey's Anatomy, because that's an os- another hospital thing, or Law and Order, uh, just because these are shows I like, and I figured that the 100th episode will be um, probably um, very underwhelming. Right, like they'd be just be a normal right, episode. Right, it's just another right. episode, yeah. Because they're look, so long-running. Right, and when you look in the... Also, when you look in the 90s and you're looking at the 100th episode, you're basically just looking at a show midway through its fifth season. Yeah. Um, and I still stuck with that. The one that I was going to choose before Tori decided to get dirty. I didn't get dirty. Well. <laughs> you don't know anything yet, sir. Well, <laughs> was the uh, 100th episode of The X-Files. Because it's an interesting episode in that... Um, Gillian Anderson doesn't actually appear in it, and Duchovny only appears briefly in it. Um, uh, it it's the uh, episode that introduces the spinoff characters. What are they called? Um, the Lone Gunman? The Lone Gunman, yeah. Yeah, the Lone Gunman. Oh. But then I decided against it and decided to nice. pick something that I would enjoy and that I don't remember particularly well, but I'm still excited all the same. So we're going to go with... Dawson's Creek. Uh, <laughs> I was actually thinking about Dawson's Creek. I like Dawson's. Oh my gosh. Episode 100. Okay. What, did of... they make a big deal out of episode 100? Uh, I mean, they made a deal out of it, but it wasn't a huge deal. Okay. And where, is, like, where, can, we, where can we see Do- this episode? Yeah. Uh, it is on Hulu, I believe. Okay. It's a I did road not, trip episode. All right. I did not watch. I barely. My mom was watching Dawson's Creek, and I would occasionally see it 
as I was walking through the living room, but I didn't really watch that show. It was a big. Uh, I I watched it in reruns on PBS in like college or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's how she was watching. <laughs> Me and your mom. Oh my gosh. Dawson's and anger management. Uh, Dustin, just to let you know, the episode of X Files that you could have made us watch. Uh, was written by Vince Gilligan. Oh, that's right. That's one of the reasons that um, I liked it so much. But ultimately, it, it it wasn't like, I don't know. I think I would have liked it better if it was a Gillian Anderson, David Duchovny show. Would have had more to discuss. Because I don't even think I watched The Lone Gunman, though I love The X-Files. Apparently, they were still filming the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, that's why Which they is why they were around. busy. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Um, all right, Tori. You guys watched the X uh, X Files, right? I mm-hmm. only I, I barely watched any of it. Whoa! I, I just assumed that you were an X Files person. Huh. No, it felt mm-hmm. like it. I they only had NBC it. for a while. Yeah, so I couldn't watch it, and also, I just I I like Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Fair. <laughs> it was a show again that I caught up later. I binged it in like two thousand and nine. I always thought I should binge it. It's I watched, really good. but you know what the problem was? Was I didn't because I didn't have Fox when it was airing, so mm. I wasn't like watching it. Then the movie came out, and I was like, "Well, I mean, it's a movie. Like, I can just watch the movie, and the movie wasn't that good." <laughs> so then I was like, "I don't know if I want to watch the show." <laughs> yeah, the the series went off the rails in like yeah. the fifth season, and despite the movies, it just never got back on them. Yeah. And then they re- and then they brought the show back and it sucked too. Yeah. Yeah. But the show Creek. actually had the same amount of like it's like it's just the episodes vary wildly because some of them are super comedic, some of them are super weird, some of them are very myth based. Right. Um, it's not unlike Supernatural in that regard. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Supernatural, I obviously almost picked the one hundredth episode of Supernatural to make you mm-hmm. guys watch. That was one of. I feel like that would have been that would have been the reward or the that kinder choice. That would have been one choice. of the nicer ones, or at least yeah. like the nostalgic, like, "Hey guys, like, look at us, we did right. this." Right. Plus, um, don't they have like three hundred and fifty episodes? They have a lot of episodes, and oddly enough, and surprisingly, episode was one hundred was not one that I assigned. Oh. Wow. Um, it was the one where the brother, the the brother that's in the pit, Adam, the one that they like keep forgetting exists. Yeah, yeah. He gets resurrected. And it's got Kurt Fuller's um, uh, asshole angel character in it a lot. So, um, but no, I didn't. I didn't pick that one. Um, let's see. I also considered the 100th episode of the Muppet Show just because um, that would have been uh, lovely. Um, Shirley Bassey was the, you know, the the host, the guest. Um, Although it's a little hard with Muppet Show because they were aired all out of order, so I had to kind of go by production episode number one, mm. which wasn't necessarily, or number 100, which wasn't necessarily the 100th episode aired. Uh, so I'm not doing that one either. I was going to be a... I was going to... Okay, this one I'm not going to do, but I was, I was, I was going to be a bit of an asshole. I was going to pick the Star Trek... The next generation hundredth episode no but oh. here you go because similar to to what i pulled on on you guys with with supernatural it was a two-parter <laughs> so you would have had to watch the season four finale and honestly episode 101 to finish it off which was a season five premiere um and it was a big klingon episode with Worf. 
Um, but I thought that would be a little rude. So I won't, I won't make you guys watch Star Trek. Thank you. I mean, I would have enjoyed that. You would have enjoyed it. I would have too. I mean, it would have been great. Um, but then I was like, okay. Oh, now, okay. I've got three options and I'm like waffling and it's killing me. (laughs) So, all right. I'm not going to make you guys do this, but it would have been, this wouldn't have been the best 100th episode, but it would have been the most 100-y 100th mm-hmm. episode uh, was the 100th episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, uh, that would have been great. Which was 11 minutes and all about the number 100. <laughs> um, it is very much about how they're going to go into syndication until somebody points out that they don't have enough minutes to go into syndication, even if it is episode 100. <laughs> um, and then they're attacked by the number 100. Hmm. So uh, if you ever want to watch it, it's on HBO Max. <laughs> I do not. Oh, God. I know. I was like, it's a cartoon. I could yeah. really stick it to dust. I will say, the first time I saw the Moon Knights, I think I fell over laughing for the entire 11-minute episode. I just kept laughing and couldn't stop. Like, I thought I was going to die from oxygen deprivation. Yeah. Um, oh, man. It's a, a time in your life mm-hmm. for all of those those Adult Swim cartoons. I Because we, we ended up looking that one up. I then discovered all of the other old um, Adult Swim cartoons that HBO Max has. Oh, um, yeah. So now I've got Juan watching Frisky Dingo. <laughs> <laughs> so we're having, we're having a grand old time. All right. <clears throat> so, all right. I know what I'm going to do. So my, my, the one I was leaning toward, because I wasn't sure if either of you had watched it, I thought it would probably make Dustin a little bit miserable. Um, but would have also been a lot of fun. And in following in that little bit of nostalgia, um, I was going to pick Stargate SG-1 episode episode 100, which was, it was season five, episode 12, and it was called Wormhole Extreme. And they did a meta episode where uh, a character who has, I think, amnesia, um, but who knew about the Stargate program had gone on to be an advisor on a sci-fi television show. <laughs> and so the, the, the military sends the Stargate people to go check on him because they think that he's divulging military secrets mm-hmm. as part of this TV show. And they're like, no, he really doesn't know what he's doing. Um, and so it was a whole meta episode. <laughs> um, I love Stargate SG-1. I don't know why Dustin was so upset with that. <laughs> I would have been doing you a favor. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but so the episode I'm picking is also a series finale. Uh-huh. Oh. oh. Episode 100. Uh, we're going to watch the final episode of Fringe. Oh. Which okay. It ended, so it's the season it five finale. Episodes? It ended at 100 episodes. I did not know that. I didn't either. I was very surprised. And I read the description of the 100th episode, and I did not remember anything that was happening. <laughs> and that was the so, finale. And it was the finale. I don't so, remember how it ended either, and I definitely I, watched it. I know. I did, too. And I love that show, and I do not recall how it ended. So we're going to have a grand old time. That'll be one that we can just explain to each other. I definitely don't know anything about Fringe, so. Oh, really? Oh, at all. You never saw any Fringe. I watched the first episode and said, oh, okay, and then never went back. It was really good. I've heard this many times, and it was, a friend of mine even made a list of, like, here are the ones you need to watch to catch up to, like, later season, uh, 
parallel universe stuff, and I still didn't hit on I, this show. Yeah. What I... So, I still think that the season one finale is one of the best episodes of television ever. Like, just straight up the way it takes... It recontextualizes yes. the whole show mm-hmm. and ends on this, like, mind-blowing kind of, like, reveal... Mm-hmm. Um, and so suddenly you kind of go into the second season realizing that like the show that you'd been watching is a prequel to the show that it is actually happening. Oh. Um, and it's wonderful. And so like, you know, part of me is like, just at like the season one finale to me justifies the whole show. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it continues that pretty well for like season two and three. And then it starts getting a little bit more and more complicated. I remember being really happy with some of the emotional beats of the finale, but not, I do not recall any of the plot. I just remember like all the stuff between Walter and Peter in the finale. I was like, Oh, the show is ultimately about Walter having to like take responsibility for his mistakes. Didn't they introduce like a new character in the last season, like a girl or something? Yeah. They, yeah. It's like Peter and Olivia's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Or something. So, yeah, Edda. Oh, it's set in the future. It's, yeah, there's like a time jump, but I think also there was a... The observers are like attacking somehow. I don't remember. But anyway, don't we'll find we'll find out. We'll watch yes. the we'll watch the season five finale. Fringe is the show that introduced to me the concept of um, a multiverse. Oh. Like the whole idea. And then then I saw it again in Doctor Who when Rose yeah. and the Doctor went to another world. Um, also, just so you know, Fringe is on Amazon. Uh, Amazon Prime, but via IMDb TV. Oh, okay. So that's how you can watch it. Uh, this is a nice one. Speaking of, yeah, I was being fairly nice. Well, it's going to be nice until... we're going to get a lot of Joshua Jackson. And we're going to get a lot of Joshua Jackson. Oh, I, I now kind of feel bad because I feel like uh, I have... I've taken You're all the, the dick. I You're am. the dick. Yeah. Oh, 100 episodes. Dan's the dick. <laughs> it's not me or Dustin for a change. Look, we've, we've grown. Mm-hmm. Look at us. Aww, we'll we'll get you back th- in the 200. Who'd have thought? <laughs> um, no, I, one thing I did want to say. So I did try to figure out the 100th episode of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Just the newer series, like starting from uh, the Chris Eccleston stuff. So like the modern era and frustratingly the 50th anniversary episode would have been episode 102 and I had to manually count them because the way they count their episodes is bullshit and like (laughs) half the time the specials or the the Christmas episodes like don't count in the Mm. season Mm. so you have to like you can't even go by episode number you have to physically sit there and count every single one (laughs) and so yeah the 50th anniversary episode was 102 the actual 100th episode was some random Cybermen episode that was oh. written by Neil Gaiman. And I was like, meh. Huh. I did mention that I caught up on Doctor Who over the weekend. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. But we'll be watching those and uh, reporting back. Next week. Uh, next week. So. Yeah, now I feel like I should have made you guys watch Stargate. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think Fringe is going to be fun. I loved, and, and Dan will be completely lost. And oh my god, and I can revisit. This. We're going to spend an entire episode trying to explain Fringe to Dan. Yeah, yes. I will have no idea what's going on, and it will and be the great. The finale is not going to help. 
<laughs> I'm excited. I don't know. I don't know what you. I mean, I have been known in the past to like a show that I watched and then like stepped away. I'll come back for the finale, even though mm-hmm. like I I don't have any context. But um, but yeah, this one I definitely won't have any context. So. Well, I only ever saw the finale of The Sopranos. I didn't watch another episode of it. I and was that get, was that what, satisfying? I mean. It wasn't satisfying for anyone. Right. But I think I, I handled it better. So I was like, okay, yeah, they're in a diner and it goes to black. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I was completely fine with it. Also, everyone's like, well, what does it mean? And I'm like, yo, they clearly, like, just got shot off camera. Like, mm-hmm. all of those people are dead. How are you not getting this? And everyone's, like, debating what the fade to black means. I'm like, they're a, they died. They died. <laughs> like, how are you guys not getting this? <laughs> um. I've never really wanted to watch The Sopranos. Was it good? I don't know. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, I watched it after The Wire, so. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like, once you've seen The Wire. Anything that's considered groundbreaking before The Wire doesn't feel so groundbreaking. And frankly, even after, you're just kind of like, I mean, The Wire's right there. Just watch The Wire. Hmm. I should have looked up what the 100th episode of Homicide Life on the Street was. No, I considered oh, that. that. Yeah, those, you did. Yeah, yeah, because I was, you know, I was feeling very procedurally. I also yeah. thought about House, just because whatever. Oh, they probably had a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in the 90s, they, the 100th episode was the bigger deal. The thing that I think is funny is that you keep saying the 90s, and half the shows you've mentioned are, are in, in the, the 2000s. Are in the odds. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, too. The X-Files like, feels like a 90s show. It's like, you know when the 90s were, right? Yeah, like <laughs> Whatever. a long time ago. Um, I did appreciate that both Dustin and I checked on how many episodes yeah. Quantum Leap ran, mm. and it did not run long enough. 97. So close! Yeah. I still think we should do that episode. Yes. Like, a special podcast dedicated specifically to that episode. To the finale of Quantum yes. Leap. Have you seen the rest of, fina- uh, of Quantum Leap, Dan? I I don't think I've seen every episode, but I've seen enough, no. and I and I've seen the finale more than once. Um, that was from the era of Tyrell Vision, where you didn't need to see every single episode. Yeah, right, because it was yeah, yeah those episodes yeah. were pretty self-contained. Yeah, right. But the, and the, even the finale is kind of self-contained, except that like it makes no sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what but, better way of being self-contained? Yeah. Um, Wait, how did they get away with that? What do you mean? I mean? The studio didn't come back and say, no, this is garbage. Please. It's the last episode. Yeah. still. I feel like that was part of it, though. It was like they went, you know, it was this, the premise, there was no way to get yourself out of that premise. Mm-hmm. I know, but it was completely incoherent. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. see. Maybe we'll figure it out. Yeah, maybe, yeah, with hindsight, now, now, now that we're so much more television literate. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But before they, we do that, we'll uh, we'll definitely watch these three. These three, yes. Oh, Next God, week. anger management. I love how both Dustin and I gifted each other. We gifted us with Joshua mm-hmm. Jackson. R.I.P. And you just, Dan just. Fucked us. Dicked, yeah, Fucking Look, Charlie Sheen, The man. part that's even worse is that I went first, and you both still had an opportunity to retaliate, and you did not. I know. Um, 
Yeah, but because it's no fun retaliating against you. I was ready to fuck over <laughs> Dustin. Like, I didn't know. Like, if I had assigned Aqua Teen Hunger Force, you would have probably enjoyed it. Too. Oh, yeah, I would have enjoyed that very much. Yeah, like, what was I going to um, do? Oh, I didn't plan well. I'll learn next time. I also almost considered Xena. Um, oh, that would have been That good. has 100 episodes? Yeah. Yeah, Xena broke 100 episodes. Um, I don't think I've seen an entire episode. I've seen parts of it. Oh, my God. I wasn't, you know, it's not my kind of thing. Mm. Oh, I bet you would have loved Stargate SG-1. I would not. <laughs> did that have Scott Bakula in it? No, it had um, Henry Dean Anderson. Or oh. as I like to call him, Henry Bean Tanderson. <laughs> He's really good. <laughs> All right. Well, happy right. 100. Yay, 100. We did it. We did we've, it. We've made it. Um, there will be episode 101 will be next week. Uh and, and that'll be where we talk about all of the 100th episodes. Yeah. Yes. Like, we, we planned well, obviously. So, um, <laughs> it's, and, you know, it's Ted Lasso also. Uh, yeah. But it's August, so we'll do a lot of, like, goofy shit this month. Yeah. Oh, um, and everyone, if you want to watch with us, uh, you know what to watch now. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, and or you're welcome. <laughs> Look. Uh, maybe anger management episode one hundred is amazing. It's not. We don't. It's you not. don't. You don't know that. I am almost don't, certain that I've seen the pilot of that, that show. But you haven't seen episode one hundred. No, I haven't. So. No, I apparently no like nobody did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, we will. We'll see how all of this goes. Um, it'll be great. Uh, <laughs> it'll it'll be great. Even if it's not great, it'll be great. Um, that's the show. We'll be back next week. Happy 100. Uh, do you guys have anything, any, any other thoughts on back on the the almost the two years of this, oh, or years. just in Jesus, general? Two years? Yeah, almost. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're about a month away from Wait, it, can but... we get syndicated? Oh. Um, I think technically we are. Okay. Because there's no network. So we're in syndication. We're in we're syndication. Yeah. Multiple podcast platforms. We are. Yeah. That's really going to... I know those residuals will come through. They're, they're definitely processing them shortly. Ugh. I just... You know, you, know every, you always think that there's going to be like a big paradigm shift or like a, a cliffhanger, like something big needs to happen in episode 100, and mm. Dan became the villain. <laughs> That's true. I just, I didn't see it coming, but I'm, I'm the, really... I like this new direction I'm for the us, bad guy think, now. The yep. next 100 episodes are going to be really fruitful. <laughs> I think we need we needed our this. Jamie Tart. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's not a villain. Dan he's Tart. just more of a he's just misunderstood. Much like me, I think. So actually, that that does, are you gonna, does make sense. Are you going to go on some sort of reality sex show? Uh, I'm I'm not. Mm. Well, you know what? I actually I don't know. Maybe only if it if it pisses off my dad. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you see that HBO uh, promotion for that uh, fuckboy show? Yeah, I saw that ad on my Twitter stream, and I thought it was the what commercial. The I thought it was a trailer for old, and I got really confused. <laughs> what is HBO doing? What is going on? They or need alternately, what is old HBO? doing? Oh, they okay. need their shows for... Well, it's not HBO. It's an HBO Max show. Yeah. Still, it's HBO. Not the same thing. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when 
you, you give a network to AT and T. Has anyone actually watched it? The Fox is Fox that out? Show? I didn't even know it was out. Is I it out? No, I, I don't know. know. They've been promoting it so heavily. I assumed it premiered like last week. Oh, I don't know. I have um, no idea. Oh, Tori. Wait, sorry. I know we're about to leave, but Tori, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's almost back. I know. I think we're le- like a week and a half out, maybe. I'm so excited. Finally. What? what? Tori? Yeah. yeah. I'm here, too, you know, Dad. You like Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Oh, I don't know. I good. love it. Yeah. I write about it sometimes. Yeah, Tori's very excited about it. You're just like, oh, yeah, I watched that show. Oh, I love that show. Do Dustin, you? it when Dustin loves something, it doesn't because he loves he watches so much television that mm-hmm. his you know it only matters when I hate something and continue to watch it. <laughs> right, it's no manifest. Oh, I see. Save manifest. <laughs> Hashtag save manifest. <laughs> yeah, that was that's the big thing the big television news we didn't mm. talk about the fact that Stephen King is now promoting hashtag save manifest doing it in earnest yeah I mean, probably obviously but why uh people love manifest people love manifest no, why <laughs> he might like it no nobody likes that show i mean nobody liked lycee story either god <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's that's it. Happy 100. <laughs> we just added 20 minutes onto the show with our yeah. goodbyes. Wait, sing us off, Dustin. And the heart brings you back. I ain't telling you no lies. All right. Have I'm a good night. convinced that's not how the song goes. It is. I'm trying to end the show. You guys have to say good night. Good night. Okay, good night. Oh my god, good night. Look at you, villain. Getting all demanding. <laughs>